This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager at WZIP. Joining me today, Chris Stimler. He is the Senior Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admissions here at the University of Akron. Got the title right this time. Gold star for you. That's actually <laughs> we were chatting beforehand. I took notes just to make sure... Because you, you you do have a few words in there, you know? I, yes, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Chris is a regular here at Zips Unlimited at WZIP, um, often to talk about, well, obviously undergraduate admissions, but usually some specific events that are coming up. And and what I really think is helpful information to people who are somewhere in the process of thinking about college, applying to colleges, whatever. Um, now, specifically this time, we have what I call a visit day, but... People in your office call it a... It's, it's the UA Preview Day. <laughs> UA Preview Day. Either way, you get to visit campus. Yeah. And and we'll tell you in a minute how you can visit campus really anytime. But these particular days, uh, we have, we're going to repeat these dates at least once. June 24th, July 27th, August 5th. July 22nd. July 22nd, August 5th. 5th. So all Fridays, okay. one, one per month. Okay. And what happens when we, you know, somebody somebody signs up for this, they reserve a spot. What What happens? For sure. Well, first, I would encourage people to reserve a spot at uacron.edu slash visit, and you can sign up for any of the visits that we will speak about uh, today, uh, specifically these events as well. Um, you will get a general information session. So just learning some basic information about scholarship opportunities, big deal, right? We want to bring that cost down of attending the University of Akron, learning about the application process, student involvement opportunities, can take a campus tour, see residence halls. Then there's a big kind of college fair, but just for Akron. Um, so we're going to have all the different academic areas and student service areas like the marching band, the choirs, Army ROTC, eSports, and then school communication, engineering, business, everyone will have a table set up so you can walk around kind of college fair style and get all your questions answered one-stop shop. Okay. All right. So there, are they going to fan out and tour like some of the different buildings like Colby Hall or? Yeah. So it's up to the individual academic areas. Okay. So a lot of them like College of Engineering will do, hey, meet here at X time and we're going to take a group over to see the the labs. Some, mm-hmm. some departments aren't able to, or maybe they don't have the facility to show off. Right. Um, but a lot of them are showing their additional academic areas, too. Very nice. Now, um, for people who, um, I guess, are, are maybe, let's say they just graduated high school, mm-hmm. you know, what, a month ago, if that. Um, is it too late? No, it's not. So it's still time to apply. We are still waiving that $50 application fee for the for the fall semester, oh, fall okay. 22. So doesn't hurt you to fill out that application right now. We'll take you about five minutes to do. There's no essay. It's on our website. You can also find us on the Common App. Um, then we just need that final high school transcript sent to us by your school counselor. We are still test optional too. So if they haven't taken the ACT or SAT or just aren't happy with those test scores, <laughs> you can still apply and receive full admission and scholarship consideration with our presidential scholarship uh, for the fall semester. Is there a difference um, if I'm admitted and I didn't, I didn't, I don't have those test scores for whatever reason? Versus somebody who does submit test scores, does that somehow affect either my acceptance or how I schedule classes or really anything? The only thing it would have, would maybe affect would be your placement testing. Um, so your academic advisor needs to kind of have that baseline to know what class to put you in in the fall because we don't want to put a student in something too hard and they struggle mm-hmm. and we take their money and they fail a semester or put them in something too easy, then we take their money because they could have gone into higher class and, and they're wasting their time there. So the placement tests are used uh, as a kind of that baseline to have that conversation between the advisor and the student to get you in that right level of classes. The subscores of the ACT or SAT can be a part of that conversation 
if they're on your file, but then if you apply that test optional, we don't have that information. So your advisor is going to use those placement test results more heavily. Okay. Um, the other visits that, that, that you mentioned, the 22nd of July and the 5th of August mm-hmm. versus the one you know coming up in yeah. June, um, are those different themed? No, they're going to be very similar because we understand it's the summertime, maybe family vacations, you know, all those kind of things. Grad parties are going on, you know, all the different events or just really nice out and you don't want to come that day. So just providing a couple different opportunities, but those three major visit days are you know identical to each other. So okay. if you come to any of those three, you're gonna have that college. Because sometimes we have visits where yep. it's kind of geared toward juniors or geared yep. towards seniors or geared toward non-traditional or whatever. Yep. So these so. are gonna be more geared towards those students who are going into their junior year or going into their senior year of high school or mm-hmm. those transfer students that maybe want that look and talk to someone in engineering or business or the marching band or whatever. You know, during that fair. Um, so it's really for them. If you are a current senior, you've just graduated high school, um, I would have you just reach out to the admissions office directly because we don't want you to wait You know, the two weeks. I want you to get you, you know, mm-hmm. to apply now and kind of get the ball rolling so you can catch up with all your friends. Yeah, even though you said it's not too late, it really is, you know, if you're planning on attending here this fall, it, it's probably best to get going For like, sure, now. yeah, because it, unfortunately there's a few different steps you have to take of, applying, submitting materials, getting admitted. Then you have to talk about financial aid and scholarships and advising and all those other things. So mm-hmm. it, it's a long process. Um, and again, a couple of steps to get through. So it's better to start now uh, versus waiting until August to do it. Sure. Um, I've noticed, and maybe I don't, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. First you're, of all, you're we, never wrong. When, <laughs> when are you ever? <laughs> we, you know, people can basically come here Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. um, to learn about the university and to take a tour, I think at designated times, yes. right? Yeah. So we have our daily information sessions, uh, one at ten fifteen AM and one at two fifteen PM. So just providing that general overview of the university of Akron, again, the application process, scholarship opportunities, and then there's a full walking campus tour with one of our current students taking you to the student union, the student recreation wellness center, which I know you love visiting all the mm-hmm. time and getting sure. that workout on. Um, you can see a residence hall, the library, which, of course, everyone loves spending so much time in our library <laughs> because there is a Starbucks in there, one of three on campus. Uh, so you get a really good overview of the university even with those. Well, yeah, the reason I ask is I, you know, I see them out here at the corner, um, the corner for people who know our, our campus layout, Bierce Library, Olin Hall, The Jar, and Colby. Mm-hmm. And they, they always stop there, and there's certain things that they talk about. I just feel like lately, I see them all the time. I feel like there had been larger groups and more frequent than what I had seen a few months ago. Am I imagining that? Uh, you're probably imagining it a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> but but not only do we have our daily information sessions, um, we also host our special group visits. So maybe it's a summer camp, or you know, it's a college okay. access program, or it's a, a summer program that focuses on students going to college. Something that we also host those groups um, that are in that high school age. So you might see a group of high school students being bussed in too. Um, or you're just seeing those families that are visiting you know, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday as well. So we have, that's, all, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's we have, like, we have it's all the like, visits. I think it's yeah. the, the regular, you know, daily visits you were talking about, but it just seems like the, you know, sometimes there'll be like five or six people out mm-hmm. there. And then it seems like lately I've seen a lot that are a little more like 12, 15, maybe 20 people at a time. And which, you know, we'd love to see. I mean, Especially, again, kicking off the summer. So I think that's the big thing is you have these students who are, you're not in school right now. Right. And then so maybe the parents can take, make it a long weekend of taking a Monday or a Friday off from work 
or taking the afternoon at least, coming to do the tour and the visit, and the students not missing class then either. So it, this is a very popular time mm. uh, for, for folks to visit. You, know, you mentioned transfer students a few moments ago. Um, I, I take it that's just anybody who's already been in a college mm-hmm. somewhere, and they want to come here instead. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long ago that was. Maybe you attended you know, Akron before, then you transferred somewhere else because you moved, and now you moved back to the area, or you graduated high school last year. You attended a school out of state or a distance, and you're like, you know what? Gas prices are pretty rough right now. I don't want to drive four hours to get to college and then drive home on the weekends. I'd rather stay local. You know, you can apply as a transfer mm-hmm. student. Most or all of those credits are going to transfer over, and our transfer office has an amazing website um, on the UAkron homepage. Just type in TED. It's the Transfer Equivalency Database. They've evaluated thousands of classes already from all over the world. And so you can get a rough idea of what your classes would transfer over as. That's what I was going to ask, because yeah. I'll bet that's one of the kind of fears of somebody mm-hmm. who might be thinking about transferring into Akron or even just among other colleges. Yeah. Um, you know, are they, will they have wasted their time right. wherever they started? A large majority of the time, if, if it's not a one-to-one, like your English composition one class at another public school in Ohio or even out of state is going to transfer over mm-hmm. to the university as English comp one. If you get into maybe a specific field and you got into your upper level courses, that's where I would be a little bit more concerned, but they may then just come over as elective credit which a lot of our degree programs have mm-hmm. those electives sure. built in anyway. So you're still not wasting a lot of time. It's probably really important for, especially for families where maybe somebody was in college, you know, maybe somebody who's my age and now they have, you know, kids who are, are, are in college. Um, because when I was a lot younger, I remember here, I, I went here all the way through. So I, I never really experienced it, but I definitely had a lot of friends who would transfer and they'd be very, I'll just say it mildly frustrated mm-hmm. um, that it didn't it didn't work the way they thought it would as far as transfers as far as credit transfers go. But I know that since then, particularly among the between the community colleges and the four year institutions, and just among all of the state funded schools, it's yeah pretty much just even all the way across. And yeah. it, it's been a really good process. The past so few some years. parent might be thinking, "Oh, you don't want to do that because it, your credits won't transfer. You don't want to do that." And actually. They probably it, it will. could, yeah. And again, a, a lot or most will transfer over, if not all of them, especially if you've attended a public Ohio school mm-hmm. or in, in one of those local community colleges. We have direct connect programs with our partner right across the street. Uh, we have articulation agreements with other community colleges where it says if you do this set of classes at this community college, it transfers over seamlessly to the University of Akron mm-hmm. and guaranteeing you're not wasting your time or money. So I would explore those options. And again, if you're afraid about it, the application is currently free for the fall, so fill out the application, do, set up an individual appointment with our transfer center, and they will sit down and say, look, this class A is class A here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're working yeah, well. Yeah, so in other words, you don't have to commit to yeah, this university to commit to before you find yeah. out what's going to transfer and what's not, just yeah, we, in case. That's a big, again, we understand that's a big concern for students and families, so we want to make sure you understand, here's what it's going to be, and you're like, yep, this seems right, this feels right. I want to commit to the University of Akron, maybe as a transfer student. You know, you've been you've been here all the way through. Um, you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, yeah. and and I guess technically we're still in COVID, really, in some way, by some definition. But how have things changed? You know, like since that began. I mean, the visits you had to go virtual. Yeah. Um, is that still an option for people? Yes, and- we actually have a virtual session coming up. What a great segue that is! On June twenty first at three thirty in the afternoon, I will be hopping on our Zoom. Uh, to do just a general formation session about the university. So maybe that's a good first look for folks, mm-hmm. especially if you are coming from a distance, yeah. want to save that gas money. Hey, hop on the computer for about a half hour to get some information. 
then that might pique your interest a little bit to be like, yep, I do want to come to that major visit. Then it's worth the the trip. Then um, we also are going to offer a full slate in the fall based off academic areas, financial aid. So again, we're trying to provide those flexible opportunities for folks right now. So it's it's one of those silver linings on the pandemic, really. That it's not that we didn't know your office was already doing a lot of things online. Mm-hmm. But um, since we, I guess, know more about it, know how to do it better than what we did before, it really makes it a lot easier for you to reach students or prospective students in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, um, you know, who otherwise you might not have been able to connect with, at least not nearly as directly. um, And, you know, probably increase their, their, the chances that they want to know more about this university or any other university for that matter. Yeah, absolutely. Way back when I first started in in our missions office in 2013, 2014, uh, there was just this website that we used for like chat and it wasn't a face to face. It wasn't even a camera. It was more like instant messaging chat. Mm-hmm. And that, that was our virtual presence. And now we have the zoom sessions where you can actually interact in the zoom meetings and even one-on-one appointments I've had with students locally who maybe have issues with transportation, but a lot of our local students, you know, they are provided Chromebooks from their schools. And so they are able to visit with us without, calling and they you know, can kind of put a face with the name of the emails they're getting uh, from our office. And I, then I'll, in turn, we get to see who we're talking to as well. Mm-hmm. And can then when we see them at a visit day or see them at their school when we visit there, uh, it's really cool to have that more personal touch. Yeah. Well, it's nice when they can come here in person too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, obviously that's, you know, some people might be uncomfortable. You said you know, there's expense too mm-hmm. for, depending on where you're coming from. I mean, it's not just, you know, driving from Cleveland or driving from Columbus. I mean, some, you know, we have students from all over the country. Oh, yes. And, you know, obviously before you make that move, good chance you're going to want to visit first to make sure that, you know, you feel comfortable and, and so forth. But what we find over and over, if I'm not mistaken, is that when people actually come here, walk across the campus, you know, see you mentioned the student union and the rec center and, and, and the library and all these other places, <laughs> you see it in person. It's, you know, it's completely different. I think oh, that's what sure. people fall in love with. And especially for folks, that I think, in the local area that uh, maybe at that higher age. Um, they maybe they attended here or they they feel they're familiar with campus. Campus is completely different from ten years ago, from five mm-hmm. years ago, or you know twenty thirty years ago. So if you have a parent who is an alum of the university and then they come visit, they're like, wait, where is Spicer Hall? Well, the registration building <laughs> is gone now. Now it's Spicer Residence Hall, and they're like, wait, where's you know where's the chuckery at? And where's all these other things? Like campus is completely different. There's new buildings, there's renovated facilities on campus. So I think that's one of those things you have to come visit mm-hmm. to see the change um, and to see all the amazing facilities on campus, like the number fourth ranked rec center in the nation, uh, the Student Recreation Wellness Center. Is it? Center. Okay. It's I know been it's voted always, as high number yeah, four. Yeah, it's I mean, always it's in awesome. the top somewhere. So. Or come check out the number one student-ran radio station, our Emmy Award-winning <laughs> school communication program, or you know the top 40 public business school with a brand new professional development wing. I mean, there's all these really cool facilities Sometimes you have to see it to believe it, right? Because everyone's going to tell you, oh, we have the good stuff. But once you're able to see these facilities and hear from our students and see how happy they are to, that they made the choice to be in the mm-hmm. Zips family, I think that really helps make everyone at ease. And they're like, wow, yeah, I feel it. I also want to join the Zips family. Um, let's get back to the application real quick. You said it only takes five minutes. What, what do I need? Uh, an email. <laughs> if you can set up an Instagram or a TikTok, you probably apply. Uh, we try to make it as easy as possible because, you know, there are a lot of roadblocks in the enrollment process. So to get the ball rolling, want to make it super easy. So all you need to do is have an email account. You go to our website, you create an account. It sends you an automated email, probably gets filtered to your junk promotions tab. So look, be on the lookout for that. Click the link, 
boom, and you're filling it out. So it's first name, last name, email, phone number, address, mm-hmm. kind of that basic information. Then we're really looking at your transcript or and your test scores if those are available, and, and that's it. I don't know if I ever asked you this, but did you attend a visit day before you came here? So actually, my pastor's wife used to work here in Book to Hall, and so she made a couple phone calls for me, and I had a, an appointment with the dean of the business college and the dean with the engineering program because I didn't know which route I wanted to take. Um, and so it set me up a couple of weeks. So I never attended an official visit, uh-huh. but I, I was able to visit campus and I'm born and raised from Akron. So I remember being the old Garner student center and seeing the original space jam and seeing one of the Batmans there too. All right. Final thoughts on our, on our summer visits or, or daily visits. I would, again, just kind of that, that final plug of would really encourage folks to visit the university of Akron and, and then any other college you are thinking about going to and just go to the school where you feel is the best fit for you. Um, of course, we hope that is UA, but if it's not, that's okay. We just want to help folks get to where they feel they belong. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP FM. Z- 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 Z-